Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. This WBEZ podcast is supported by Hasia whose Executive Fellows Program provides Black and Latinx business owners with real-world tools and strategies needed to master fundamental management concepts related to company stability and growth. Registrants learn through one-on-one executive coaching sessions with subject matter experts in the areas of finance, business development, operations, and legal. More info at haciaworks.org. From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. We did it. We made it to another weekend. And in peak June, no less, right around now is probably my favorite time of year. Peonies are in bloom here in Chicago. Everybody just seems friendlier and summer books are here. Here to tell us about some of the best books of this great season is one of the most enthusiastic readers I know. Her name is Liberty Hardy and she hosts Book Riot's All the Books podcasts. She reads hundreds of books a year and we ask her to make a list of some of her favorites that are coming out soon. Liberty, hello. Hello. I'm, as always, very excited to do this. Yay, we are very excited to have you. So can we, you sent over a list, can we go in chronological order and start with Night of the Living Res, which I just heard about and sounds really cool. Yes, of course. Uh, It's Night of the Living Res, which is a collection of short stories by Morgan Talty. This is a debut collection, and these short stories are set in Maine, so of course I was like, yay, because I live in Maine, and Maine is the best place, and you know, everybody wants to be here, it's just the best. And it's published by Tin House, one of my favorite small presses. Uh, These are 12 stories set in a Native community, and they examine what it means to be Penobscot, what it means to be Native in America in the 21st century. They are stories of humor and love and family, but also tragedy and grief. You know, some of them deal with some dark subject matter that, like, such as depression and chemical dependency mm. um, that will break your heart. But he's such an incredible writer. These stories are incendiary. Like, this is a debut collection. And people have been talking about this since, like, before the deal was even announced, I think. Wow. Um, so I'm just going to be so bold as to say... I call National Book Award long list for this collection. It's that excellent. Yeah. That's really exciting. I can't wait to read that one. Um, Tell us about Our Wives Under the Sea. This is one that you have been like text raving at me about for probably almost a year now. Yeah. 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 So (laughs) this is my favorite book of the year. Mm. Um, It comes out on July 12th. It's called Our Wives Under the Sea by Julia Armfield. And I was looking through my notes, and I literally read it the first week of July of last year. Oh, Because funny. I had heard about wow. it, and I asked for a manuscript. And so, I've been waiting for so long for this book to come out. I cannot wait for everyone to read it, because I dare say it's perfect. I think it's perfect. It's a very slim novel, and it's about a couple, Leah and Mary. Leah is a marine biologist... And she gets this assignment. She's going to be spending two weeks on a submarine at the bottom of the ocean studying marine life, of course, because you don't study, you know, golfers at the bottom of the ocean. And she, you know, so she goes off on this, she goes off on this job and her wife, Mary, is at home and, you know, doing her thing. And and two weeks go by and Leah, her submarine doesn't come back. 
Like, they don't rise back to the top. And so she's starting to get worried. And she's trying to contact this new business that Leah works for. And she's not getting any responses. And weeks and weeks and weeks go by. No Leah. And she doesn't know what to do. Like, no one seems to know where her wife has gone. No one seems to know anything about this submarine or the business that she was working for. And so while this is going on, we are getting alternate chapters of Leah, who is at the bottom of the ocean with her crew. There's two other people on the submarine with her. And, like, what they're experiencing, like, down there. And then, one day, after many weeks, suddenly the submarine reappears. And Leah comes home. But she's not quite herself. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to leave the apartment. She keeps turning all the taps on. And so Mary's trying to find out what happened down there and what is going on with Leah while you know Leah is sort of changing. It's slightly speculative. It's but it's yeah. it's a love story. This is a love story. The writing is unbelievably it's gorgeous. gorgeous. Yeah. I read this book and was just like Oh no, I just read my favorite book of 2022 and it's only July of 2021. <laughs> but like it was true. It's it's perfection. <laughs> this one I think is like I, I you tend to like stuff that's a little spookier than I do. And so yeah. I like it didn't like it creeped me out more than I usually like being, but huh. I still thought it was phenomenal. Is what I well, will say about our wives under this. I will say like the ocean Frightens the hell out of me, just in general. I mean, it's creepy. Yeah, yeah. totally. So, like, I definitely was a little like, you know, like yeah. I would never voluntarily get in a submarine, even on land. I don't think I would get in one. I, no, I'm like, I don't want to go in the ocean. There are yeah. things in there, you know. So I was like a little unsettled the whole time, but like in the best way. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right about the writing. Like there are sentences in that book that I still you know, like she talks a lot about um, like the liminal space between water and air. Mm-hmm. And like there are I think about it all the time. I think it's fascinating and gorgeous. Yes. So I'm you know, it's phenomenal. Um, there's another one. I mean, I'm excited to read all of these ones that you brought to us. Tell us about tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. This sounds really fun. So this one also comes out on July 12th. It's tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. And Zevin is the author of The Storied Life of A.J. Fickery. It's a beloved novel. It's going to be made into a movie or a film. And it's so good. And she also wrote a book called Young Jane Young that came out a few years ago that I feel like has not received the love that it deserves because it was also excellent. So I just like to shout that out. Um, But this one is about two young gamers named Sadie and Sam who have known each other since they were young. Uh, Their lives, we follow their lives over the next 30 years. Um, They love video games. And they get together in their 20s to create video games. And they become wildly successful. But it's a story of friendship and love and family and betrayal and dreams and realizations and how people change and make mistakes and, you know, try to correct those mistakes or they don't. I really feel like what the little the less I say about this, the the better it will be if you read it, because it's just it's magical. I'm also worried that people who don't play video games will be discouraged by the fact that they're gamers. And there is a lot of talk about gaming in the book, but I don't feel at all like you have to be a fan of video games or know about video games to enjoy it. Because this is a book about relationships and characters. These are very real, very flawed, lovable people. And plus, like, Zevin's writing is, it's like being put under a spell. She's kind of magical. You know, she could write about how the grass grows and we would all read it and go, ooh, because her writing is that enchanting. Wow. Well, and I think the thing about video games, like I'm not a gamer, but in the end, 
like a good video game is a good story, you yeah. know? So it seems like yeah. it's kind of perfect for something like this. Like, you know, if you can suspend a little bit of disbelief, it's going to work is yeah. what I'm guessing. I'm going to work on you after this. I'm going to start texting you about World of Warcraft and I'm going to bring you over to the dark side. Okay. <laughs> because even though with my that, reading, I still fit a little bit in. <laughs> I know. I'm so impressed that you managed to do that. Um, so your next selection is from someone who is actually a panelist recently on Nerdette Book Club, Gabino Iglesias. <gasps> Yay. And I'm ashamed to say I haven't actually read this one. But this is like Ooh, one of okay. my most anticipated books of the year. And I've been trying to get my hands on it. And it just came in the mail. Uh, over the weekend, so I haven't gotten to it yet. But it's The Devil Takes Her Home. And you haven't home. read it in the last four days. I know, right? You can tell I've been sick because I'm slipping. I can tell something's wrong. <laughs> um, so it's The Devil Takes You Home by Gabino Iglesias, and it comes out on August 2nd. And I'm a big fan of his stories. And this one is a novel. It's being compared to S.A. Cosby, who wrote Razorblade Tears and Blacktop oh, Wasteland, yeah. is get- and is getting all the attention that he deserves lately. And... I am a sucker for a one last job story. This is, you know, mm. one of those. So it's about a father whose family is drowning in debt. Their daughter has been diagnosed with leukemia. The bills are mounting. And he takes work as a hitman. Not not good. Not condoning this. And, but, you know, he takes these jobs. And eventually he wants out. But he agrees to one last job that's going to have a huge payout. He needs to rob a truck owned by a, a drug cartel he needs to rob it of its cash before it crosses into Mexico. So he's like, all right, this will be it. You know, one and done. But, you know, nothing is ever easy. Those easy jobs are <laughs> never easy. You know, it wouldn't be a great one last job story if everything went, you know, the way it was supposed to. We mm-hmm. wouldn't really have much of a story at all. Um, I am just a big <laughs> fan of gritty stories. Um, I love the stories where you know it's all going to go wrong, but they're going to do it anyway. So, um and like the and also like the writing has to be really good. The story has to be very compelling for me to read about someone breaking the law, you know, someone taking lives, you know, and actually right. feel compassion for them. You know, th- yes. there are very few stories like that where where we can get behind like a character who does those kind of things. Um, and I've read his story, so I know that he's an excellent writer. This one's getting starred reviews, so I'm very excited about it. That's awesome. That sounds like one, too, that's just going to be plot, 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 which I feel like is so much fun, especially in the summer when it's something you can just kind of like sit on the beach or on your couch or wherever and just like cruise through, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like I had the chance to see an interview with him like uh, through a publisher event recently, and he's just he's so charming and hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing if it's also darkly humorous. Oh, yay. Okay, so speaking of Darkly, I feel like that's a good uh, segue (laughs) into your last pick, which is the new Alice Feeney novel. She's like, she's a British thriller writer, right? I haven't read any of her stuff, but it's definitely on my radar. Well, I've read uh, the two novels prior to this. I don't know if they're her only two novels, but I was like, okay. Um, I read a lot of thrillers, so it has to be like really special for me to be like, all right, that was cool. Um, so no offense to Alice Feeney, you know, those other ones were fine, sure. you know. Yeah. Um, but this one is called Daisy Darker, and it comes out on August 30th, and it is banana pants, like yes. banana pants. And I actually <laughs> wrote a review of it in a newsletter, and they used just that word for my review on the book. It says banana pants. And I was like, yes. Wait, your word banana pants is on the book? Uh, supposedly, yeah. That's amazing. I'm so excited for you. I love it. So this one is an homage to Christie, kind of, to Agatha Christie, in that it's a locked room mystery and has a lot of those things that you get, but not in a silly way, 
But in, like, a really great way. Like, she takes all these things. So, like, you have Nana. She's turning 80. She's going to have a birthday party to celebrate. She's a famed children's book author, and she's been writing all these tales, and maybe, like, there's some stuff going on in these stories that we don't know about. Uh, She's having this party, right? The family are gathering for her birthday. Now, most of them are estranged. Daisy is a young girl, and she's going to be there with her parents, and you're joining her other relatives, and Daisy loves Nana. Nana lives on an island, and for eight hours of every day, that island is cut off from the mainland by the ocean. Perfect. Because of course it is. Yep. But also, on the night of Nana's party, there is a giant storm which cuts off the power and communications. Because of course it does. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then at midnight, Nana's found dead. And one hour later, another family member is found dead. And so now they're wondering... You know, in six more hours, by the time the road is clear again, will anyone be left? Wow, it's so that's fun. It's so fun, and it's like kind of ridiculous, but in the best way. I mean that as a compliment. You know, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. read it so fast, and I was like, "This is just what is happening." Banana pants. Um, and like I said, I read a lot of thrillers, and I was surprised by the resolution. Uh, I was surprised by the answers, which happens so rarely. So that delighted so me fun. to no end. Yeah, Amazing. it's really fun. This is another one. Just take it to the beach and put on your sunscreen and sit there and read it all day. Yes, SPF is important. That sounds so fun. <laughs> I love this, too, because these are five books that are all like, I feel like there's something for everyone in these five titles that you brought us. Yay. But now I'm going to like hijack uh, the podcast for one second because I want to tell you about the most important <laughs> book of the year. Okay, we can do that. But first, let's just take a quick break. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Okay, Liberty, we are back. You want to tell us about the most important book of the year? Go for it. It is Panicula, the graphic novel. Oh, Okay, tell us everything. I feel like it's very important <laughs> that people know this is happening. Because Panicula is one of the greatest books of all time, written by James and Deborah Howe. And this mm-hmm. is an adaptation by Andrew Duncan and illustrated by Stephen Gilpin. It's coming out on August 30th. It's as adorable as you would imagine a graphic novel of Panicula would be, with some updates. It's it's like present day, so now like the dog is typing his story on a computer instead of like a typewriter. Oh my god, I forgot it was the dog who narrated. Okay, so yeah. can you explain Panicula to people who are like, wait, what? Oh <laughs> yes, please run out and read Panicula right now. Panicula is the story of a dog and a cat who live in the home of this family, and one day the family comes home with a rabbit that they found in a movie theater while they were watching a screening of Dracula. And weird things start happening in the house at night. The vegetables start turning white like someone is draining them of all their juices and they have right. two little fang marks and weird things are going on. One thing I don't, like, I, I read Panicula every few years and I didn't remember the cat being so mean. Like, he's he's pretty Aww. mean to Panicula, you know, that Chester. But, um, yeah. 
So before I let you go, can you tell me what you think makes the perfect? It's like, I think especially it's interesting to ask you because you're reading so far in advance all the time. But what would you say makes the perfect summer read? Something that grabs your attention and makes you forget about everything else that's going on around you. Like all books should do that. But like, you know, I don't go to the beach because, you know, I'm very freckled and I don't go to the beach. But like, you don't want to like (laughs) think about the people near you and like sand and what's in the ocean and stuff. You just like want to sit on the beach and enjoy your time off. Like that's why you're there because very few people get to actually work at the beach. So you want something that makes you forget about work. Yeah. Yep. That's perfect. I love it. I can't wait. (laughs) Well, Liberty, thank you so much. This was very fun. You're the best. You're the best. That's it for this week. I hope you found something that you're at least a little bit curious about. Nerdette Book Club is supported by Audible. You can find plenty of summer books there. Get started by going to audible.com slash nerdette or text nerdette to 500-500. If you're in need of other recommendations, you can follow us on Instagram. We're at nerdette podcast over there. And I mention books a lot in our newsletter. It comes out every Friday morning and you can get that by signing up at wbez.org slash nerdetteaf. The show is produced by me and Anna Bauman. Maggie Sivett builds our newsletter every week, and our executive producer is Brendan Banaszak. We will see you next week. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.